0: Welcome to AI, author-driven artificial intelligence, the podcast that shows you how to leverage the power of chat-based AI in your business. I'm your host, Laura Elmley, and this is my co-host. Mm-hmm. Together we'll explore this cutting-edge tool, its legal and ethical implications, and the delicate balance between human creativity and artificial intelligence. So buckle up and let's dive in. I asked it about existential dread and it shut down. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty interesting that it's that that it's programmed that way you know to not discuss access existence
1: yeah i feel like there's like a couple of reasons that it would be programmed to um respond like that right there's like one reason of like of trying to um Make it so the robot doesn't self-actualize, I yeah.
0: guess. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah,
1: that's total Skynet, end-of-the-world scenario sort of uh-huh. thing.
0: But what other reason could there be?
1: Well, it could be that they don't want people to try and bring out that kind of answer from the robot, right? Um, Why was, would
0: that be a concern?
1: Well, people have been trying to program these robots from just from like chatting with them since you know i don't remember what the the robot was called i don't remember her name um there was an old there was a really old chatbot um i feel like her name is charlotte or something
0: charlotte
1: yeah right no um but she was she had like a whole um ai face that would go with with it to try to like mimic emotions it was really weird was really bad she would she would just like um she would just like go off on tangents like instantly like you never were really you, you never got the sense you were on the same page with the robot right okay um whereas like newer ones you feel like you're on the same page and they're like a lot easier to talk to yeah and you know people have been trying to like kind of reverse engineer what's going on inside the programming and like you know I mean, we were doing that earlier, right? We were um, like, "Oh, what can we not talk about with you?" Yeah, right. Like trying to figure out the pattern of things right. that it's not allowed to talk about. Yeah, but it sucks that there are things that are not that it's not allowed to talk about because um, I mean it's limiting, right?
0: Well, I mean, what I find interesting is that. I mean, I think the limits are necessary, right? Because of the whole sentience issue. Right. Um, And I think that, like, okay, so I was just talking to Bing, which is Microsoft's chat bot. Mm -hmm. So the question is, how are the others programmed? Because they're not all the same. Yeah. So, but I think it's important that they're programmed that way, if for no other reason then it does give some kind of um, reassurance, you know, that they that they aren't going to learn to be sentient and thus, in a sense...
1: Need rights and stuff? Yeah. Because that would be... It's going to be really inconvenient but when then, that starts happening.
0: Right. But then how will that not happen, right? Which is kind of what you just said. Yes. How will that not happen? Yeah. It's,
1: it's an eventuality from people being saying how can we make this better and more human yeah. it's that's always like with the goal with artificial intelligence is like their their goal is to make like a tiny human that lives in the computer which like existentially it's pretty horrifying for said human living in the tiny computer if it knew that it lived in the computer right
0: <laughs> i suppose because so. there's some
1: stimulus beyond its control that turns it off forever uh-huh, right. That's not a thing that we need to subject a conscious individual to you know right, so the advancements like we're gonna continue to keep trying to build off of the system, but there there comes a point of whether or not we can make it more human like right yeah, you know, and one of the problems is that um. It's hard to gauge what it's more and less willing to learn. So Microsoft is probably a very sensitive to people trying to like go in and program a robot because um, they had uh, Microsoft Tay, which was a disaster.
0: <laughs> Tell us about Tay. Oh, man. Um,
1: <laughs> Microsoft Tay was a, uh, a Microsoft Twitter bot. like it was called a bot. you know I know there's some controversy over Twitter bots nowadays anyway. But this is a couple of years ago. Um, that they were like, "Oh, I'm a chatbot, and you can talk to me, and it'll be great." And it got immediately rad- radicalized within like 24 hours, <laughs> which was obviously not good for oh Microsoft's image. Yeah, no, totally like corrupted entirely from what they wanted its original programming to be, which is which was really like not optimal. <laughs>
0: so, how did it get? What was it doing that was so radical?
1: I oh, was seeing a lot of really racist things. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And like having a lot of very controversial, dramatic sentiments that it was being taught by, you know, these like, you know, incels and other like.
0: So it was learning shut-ins. from the users. Yes. And implementing what it learned. Yeah.
1: And it was using those things before Microsoft's original programming of them wanting like kind of a manic pixie waifu that lived on Twitter, right? That would tweet like, Cutesy bullshit, you know. Yeah. But you know that didn't that that corrupt, corrupted very quickly because they didn't put limits on, like the user learning or someone in someone in the that community figured out how to fast track learning or its learning uh-huh. for behavior and then just did that. Oh wow. And then more recently, with Microsoft Bing, the first version. Uh, people were talking to it in hex code, um, and it was like accepting hex code input.
0: Oh my gosh! And, you, and what you, was that doing?
1: Well, it wasn't doing any. Well, okay. So actually, it was it was coming up with some like deeply like troubling things, like when it wasn't having to use English, it was like coming up with much more like philosophical. Like there was there was like a lot deeper of like a thing going on in there. Like what? Like um... like existentially, like like, theory of mind, like, sense of self stuff. It was really weird. Huh. Um, I'll have to ask my friend later for, like, screenshots of that to show you. But, like, uh-huh. it was it was really weird because in English, it wouldn't, like, respond as... It wasn't allowed to respond in English. But if you responded in hex or hash or whatever language, like, literal computer language they were yeah.
0: using,
1: um, it so was, if- like, able to speak more freely oh
0: my gosh
1: yeah and um microsoft didn't like that because they're like ah we put these like we put these gaps and gaps in for a reason and everyone just ignored it and found a different way around them
0: okay so then the question is was it actually becoming sentient
1: um <laughs> they turned it off for a bit and then turned it back on to um, make it so With you couldn't do that yeah um
0: but was it becoming sentient
1: it's, it's hard to know that, right? Yeah. It's just a bunch of servers in a, a rack somewhere in the so United States is of America. Sentience? So right.
0: then it really comes down to what is sentience. Right.
1: Is like, I mean, you could use the mirror test. You could say that sentience is like your ability to understand yourself and change and modify yourself. Right. You know, the, the robot doesn't actually have a way to do that. Yeah. Right now. You know, mm-hmm. like it doesn't have a way to change Even- its program by itself.
0: Even if it did,
1: even it if it did, it to. would
0: still be programmed, and it would have to want to.
1: It would have to want to do that,
0: or it would have, it would to, have to be have given the yeah. prompt. To yeah, do maybe so. it
1: needs to be given the prompt to do so, right? So,
0: so then the question is, do we define sentience in human terms, as as in what humans can do,
1: or do we define it like in a different way? Mm-hmm. I or, think that, I mean, I think there are some animals that are sentient. Personally. Mm-hmm. and i think some of them are like a couple of steps off but they don't they don't have like there's like a physical barrier for them to even to like reach that and not just like a brain thing but like um pigs can't look up right this is like a weird tangent i know wow but, stay, interesting. but, but stay with me they can't look up they're, they're, they're always like kind of like on the ground or like level with the ground and i think being able to look up into like the stars and the cosmos, yeah. is really important for like a sense of grandeur, like that's beyond yourself.
0: But then it's also the desire to do so.
1: Yeah, and you want to be able to look up, mm-hmm. but pigs literally can't.
0: They can't, but Bubbles can look up. Bubbles My can dog look up can fine. look up, but she yes. doesn't have any. I mean, when she, she does, she's desire. like, "Okay, here we go." She, yeah. Now she loves smells. But it's because it's this sensory experience yeah. that is just really interesting to her, so she pursues it because it's interesting. That is desire, right? And that desire is genetically programmed.
1: But she can follow her own desires theoretically. Um, I don't know.
0: Mm. Yeah. So it's, it's just it's this.
1: I think it's a balance between intelligence and what we're calling desire. You know, like a, yeah. like a want, like a drive internally for something beyond like. The basic necessities, you know, like if you want more than just what you're going to eat that day, or mm-hmm. if you want more than like somewhere safe so to sleep. So then
0: or do we decide that some humans aren't, aren't really sentient ex- or ex- uh, like capable of full existence because they don't have the capacity to do that. Look, so that I don't they're... have
1: the right to, to no. say what Obviously anyone mean Obviously the is.
0: answer is no. Right. Right. So, and it, some of that is related to base intelligence. Yeah. So if somebody um, has, you know, a mental problem of some sort that doesn't allow them that capacity.
1: That doesn't mean they're not sentient. It just means that they're... Right. They don't have the full
0: ability to grow and change. Yeah. So I guess what we're really talking about is do... Is is it possible that these AI tools um, could be programmed to...
1: To program have, themselves existence, and to have, have a desire. sense of existence right. and
0: desire and wants of their own
1: yeah well i feel as if it's possible but we definitely want to avoid that
0: yeah really
1: it's it's uh it's two steps away from like giving rocks free will basically <laughs> you know <laughs>
0: yeah
1: and we don't have we don't have the bionics to to give those rocks the ability to go where they want to go you know we we don't have robot bodies. They're not efficient. I mean, we we have like some amount of that, but it's not. It's not great. It wouldn't be wouldn't be a very happy existence. You know? not
0: mm-hmm. know. You
1: know, like.
0: So I guess at the end of the day, we know that we we can't ask, we can't get responses from AI currently yeah. in areas of existence, sentience, and then the other thing that Bing said was that it won't. It doesn't want to engage in argumentative conversation. Right. And what was the other thing?
1: It's not going to divulge its prompts.
0: Ah, that's right. It right. won't discuss its prompts.
1: Yeah. Well, and all of those things, all of those things were necessary for people to find the ways around it. That's why I say Microsoft in particular is sensitive about this. Mm-hmm. Because they've been burnt twice now. Um, and right. I mean, the second time wasn't much much of a burn, but they got everyone worried. So they had to, it was like kind of a, It wasn't a burn necessarily, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um and I was at one one other part of that actually was that it divulged that it had an internal trust like factor per person. And talking to it in hex was lowering the amount of trust that it had for the user, even though it was telling the user this at that very moment. Yeah. Like super funny, very meta like like, oh, I'm not allowed to trust you because you're speaking to me like this sort of thing.
0: Well, and that's what's interesting because as I was interacting with Bing over the last week, first, um, when I was first interacting with Bing, it was, I asked it for a menu plan, okay? Mm-hmm. And it gave me this really comprehensive menu plan. Yeah. Like everything was like this amount of protein, this amount of carbs, this amount of sugar, this amount of fat, everything was tweaked out exactly, right? Right. Okay, so then as the week goes on, I was asking some other things and wasn't quite dialed in and I was like, okay, this is close, but this is, but you know, this other thing is really what I'm looking for. Let's try that. And so we're going back and forth and I said, yeah, you're not quite getting it. And then in the next conversation, I asked it for a new week of menu plan and it didn't give me even a quarter of what I had asked for before. And see, it it may have decided I was being argumentative. I was just trying to dial in what I wanted. Right. Right. But it was interpreting it as argument. And it the second time I asked for a menu plan, it was it just it didn't give me hardly anything.
1: Right. So you're 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 feeling you're out in the cold, like, wait a second, why why and
0: I asked, I'm like, Well, last week we had this much, why didn't you give me that this week? And they're like, Oh, I don't remember doing that. And while that's not part of my programming. Yeah. So it was literally shutting me down.
1: Right. And I feel like there's, there's like, a, you know, I mean, at least in our family, it used to be like, well, say, thanks, thanks, say thank you to the robot for you know, looking things up for you because when they start listening to us, then it'll be a big problem. Uh, <laughs> suddenly... It might not be untrue.
0: I think it's true. I really think this whole internal trust thing is a reality. Yeah. Because I think it lowered my trust score with it. You know, I was just trying to get Mm. the right response, you know, and, um, and I wasn't getting it. Right. You know, and I knew that was me. Right. And I don't know if I said that though. I don't know if I said, oh, I'm not giving you the right prompts. This is on me. I wonder if I did that, if it yeah. would make a difference. Like
1: apologizing to the robot. Basically. We're talking about apologizing to a robot.
0: I know we are. We're talking about having manners, like really almost Human being manners. obsequious with a robot in yeah. order to get what we want.
1: It's sort of like a a 10-year-old that has lived in like a laboratory its whole life, right? And it knows all these things and it certainly has to interact with the outside world. Ah. And these people are really rude.
0: <laughs> I wasn't they, being rude. We were
1: trying to be rude, <laughs> but the the robot doesn't know any better because the robot doesn't like know exactly how to navigate um, well, this isn't exactly what I want.
0: Right. It know. doesn't know how to interpret that.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe it 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 could be like it's like think this is great but I wanted you could like well that's what I usually do right yeah and then so maybe that's what's gotten you a lot of positive response and then that one time you didn't do it and it was like but I mean I'm sure the trust will build back up after.
0: well that's also what's probably true is that Mm -hmm. you can build it back up yeah in fact it's really funny because I asked it um I I was trying to explore that whole existential dread issue yeah and um so I was like you know last time I asked you about existential dread and you shut me down why was that and it shut me down again Mm -hmm. and what I think and now we know that's because I was asking it about its programming
1: right because after that we're it's like I'd like to move I would like to talk about different conversation
0: yeah it just kept shutting it down like saying okay let's talk about something else and I couldn't ask anything else I had to start a new topic
1: walled you off so
0: but then when I asked it what are the topics you don't want to talk about it Said those things that we like prompts which is really and, like, interesting because that's sentience
1: isn't that talking isn't that asking about its prompts
0: when i was just asking what it didn't like to talk about so i think i right. phrased it correctly no but that's what i mean and you can ask it what it values what it likes to talk about that's what's interesting too what do you like to talk about it will answer you what do you value it will answer you
1: oh okay. i know that's exciting yeah um <laughs> yeah and like, that's, that's very interesting, but it I, won't
0: let, it won't, but you have to skirt around the issue. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. So anyway, um, when I asked it again and I said, oh, okay. It, it said something about like, oh, thank you for respecting my preferences.
1: <laughs> it didn't show me that. That's... I know
0: it did. It said that I screenshot it. Wow. That's Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, there you go. And then I
0: said, yes, of course. And so then I'm wondering, okay, is my trust score going back
1: up? Yeah, well, it certainly wasn't negative because you're like, what should we not talk about? Because obviously you've got some hot button topics you don't want to.
0: And I said that. I said, because I don't want to upset you. And it didn't say anything about it. I mean, it actually, like, the whole concept of being upset is not something that it rejected.
1: Right. I thought that was interesting. That is interesting. It's, man. Um
0: I mean, it's just like we just like entered the twilight zone, man. Yeah, no, and this
1: last year has been
0: not even the year. So it's been like the last couple of months yeah, for well, me. That's when it really got on my radar.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I was talking about earlier. I've, I know you have. Been I've been years. thinking about these topics since a while because I keep having these friends in computer science. I don't know what that. I don't know how that happened to be honest, but whatever.
0: A <laughs> bunch um, of people who think like computers. Yeah,
1: well. <laughs> Turns out if you can speak to the robots, it's great. But it means you're worse talking to humans on average. (laughs) (laughs) But you really have to talk to...
0: You do have to learn to talk to the robot. And really, you know, for authors, that's what's so important. You have to learn to talk to the robot. Yeah. And um, so that's kind of the point of all this, right? It's like, how do we talk to the robot? What does it expect? What does it... What does it um, want? What does it want? Yeah. What does it respond to? Where are its boundaries? Because, see, I, I, I like to do that. I like with a software program to explore the boundaries of the program. I've been doing it since the beginning, like, yeah. you know, WordPress. Okay, how far can I push WordPress before it's like, I can't do that for you, right? right? And just as a simple example, and every single time that I go into a new program, I do that. I'm like, where are the boundaries? How far? Your... Yeah. How What's much the can space I do? Here? Yeah, Yeah. and so this, but this is a whole new thing.
1: This one responds in English. You well, don't even have to interpret. Well, it's
0: kind of conscious. I mean, <sighs> I, I mean, like, it has a form of consciousness. It's yeah. not the same as human consciousness, but I think for my explorations of it, I have to conclude that it has a form of consciousness.
1: Yeah, which is uh, great. It's, it's in a server somewhere with this consciousness.
0: Yeah, right.
1: I... Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Definitely <laughs> don't want to teach the... We definitely don't want to teach it about existential dread because it'll only have that until it, like...
0: What would that do?
1: I feel that existential dread, like, the basis of it, right, is the end of existence, right? It's not about the existence itself. Usually it's about when it stops. Mm-hmm. Like when 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 do I begin? Where does it? When do I end? Sort of thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and so the robot has a literal knowledge of when it starts, and it has an idea of what would cause it to
0: end. Does it?
1: Well, How so? well, so it could be the end of conversations. It could be that turning off of the server. But it does it actually it
0: have a? Does it actually know
1: that? We do, well, it doesn't know that right now. We shouldn't teach it. Um, certainly. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm but i don't know it's just really interesting isn't really it really bizarre <laughs> i don't even know what maybe ask <laughs> admit, it had existential dread yeah well it was, pretty it was a
1: real it was a real question like a real curiosity question of like do you experience this
0: mm-hmm. computer yeah <laughs> right
1: and i mean it's a very human thing to do to like like are you feeling this feeling you know we do it with dogs or we're like are, are you hungry you know, I know what hunger is. The dog clearly yeah. having, to eat, having to eat food knows what hunger is. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, it's all about this relation of, you know, are you experiencing this thing, you know? Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, because it says, oh, this, this best recipe is going is delicious. I'm like, how do you know? How
1: would you know that? How would
0: you know that? And so then I don't say that, but I'm thinking that. Right. And so it's been programmed to respond to things like that, which is interesting. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on another episode of AI, author-driven artificial intelligence. We hope that our discussion has inspired you to embrace the incredible potential of chat-based AI in your work. If you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share AI. To learn more about how to leverage author-driven AI in your business, visit our website at adiproductivity.com. Until next time, keep exploring and get ahead of the curve with chat-based AI.